that one three rapper making an coming with another broadcast. Um, today's topic is gonna be the collaborators and the sambo culture. Collaborator and sambo culture. This is turning on your own group. So we'll go with our group, the black group. A lot of people say you're cooning or sambo cooning. Really it's meritorious manumission. Which is a practice that has been done from slavery. So this practice, meritorious manumission, is the term meritorious means something earned, manumission means becoming free or freedom. So that was practiced in slavery where the slave will give up their group for trinkets or freedom or not to save a white person's life, to enrich a white person or snitch on a, a, a black for running from slavery for freedom, they'll tell. And cooning and samboing is the same thing. Most people in our group that practice the samboing usually are our elected officials. While we're not getting anything tangible out of these elected officials. These civil rights leaders, athletes, entertainer, entertainment personalities, all of this is Sambo. So I wanted to talk about what I saw the other day. Um, it was a case where um, we've been trying to get a law passed on these white women that are falsely calling the police on black people for anything, for breathing, for walking down the street, barbecuing, selling water. You know, it's just their business that they got to come up to you and tell you, a black person, what they doing, how they living, where they walking, who are you? Give me your name. You don't. Then they calling the police and they're the victim. So this um, case that I wanted to talk about was this one was all over the news about this um, Amy Cooper from Central Park up in New York. And the guy that was um, that she called the police on was Christian Cooper. So he was bird watching in the park and she came along with her dog and it wasn't on the leash. 
and he asked her to put the dog on the leech. And she was so appalled that he had told her something that that was the rules of the park. So she called the police claiming that he attacked her. He, she was being attacked by the man. And just, just knowing what she's doing, you know, she know what she was doing. She was either setting up the harm or the murder of this man. Because she said it's an African-American man and he's um, harming me. Just to say African-American, black or whatever. She knew those were the dog whistles to say to 911 to send the police for that man's harm or demise. Okay, so jumping forward, all of that, getting that out the way. Um, the prosecutor, the DA, now wants to charge her for making a false police report. Which I say, good. Kudos for her being charged. Now, she's done lost her job. But he doesn't want to cooperate saying that she's been punished enough because she lost her job and a bit humiliated. That was just one encounter that you had with that woman. You don't know her track record of what she's been doing to black people. She did it to you. That is not her only time ever, you know, harassing someone black, African-American, Foundation Black and Americans. I'll guarantee you that it's not. But for you, to sit up there and say you don't want to participate in a, the punishment of this woman when she tried to set up your murder, could have been a murder or, or harm to you, and lie to call the police. And knowing New York police are very racist in that area, and you don't want to um, participate, that's soundboat, cooning, you know, and... I believe he's LBGTQ. I believe that been said. And you want your sexual preference to trump you being black? What about the next time somebody calls the police on a black person for doing nothing? For being black, for breathing? What about the next time? We got a, a lot of cases. We just got one with um, up in Atlanta with Rayshard Brooks, and they called the police on him. He's in Wendy's in his car sleep, and the man is dead. You got, um, well, that wasn't calling the police, but they racially profiled the man, he come up um, in Florida, the man's dead, where you have uh, deputized yourself to be the police and kill the man because he's in a handicapped park. This has to stop. This is dangerous in our community. And for us to try to get a law passed, and that goes for all black people. All black people are in danger when they do have this kind of behavior of calling the police on us for nothing. You wasting the police time in the first place and you're lying. And this has been a, a consistent record with white women from Emmett Till, Rosewood, 
you know, out just lying. Starting some shit. And, and, and a black person ain't even there. How many people have been lynched because a white woman done lied? You know? So, it's really um, ties into meritorious manumission also. That behavior of being in a slave plantation and you turning on your own people for your own benefit and just look at other groups they never do that within their community only blacks only blacks and then you want us to be get to have to get respect how are we gonna get respect when we turning on each other and won't follow through and stay on code do you want other groups to respect us? That shit got to stop. And just like uh, media figures, just like Gail had to get called out when Kobe Bryant died. You going to sit up there and be on a white platform um, interviewing, what was her name? Lisa Leslie um, Jones. I think that was the um, basketball player name. And she was trying her best not to say nothing. And you kept pushing and pushing. Talking about he done raped somebody. The man wasn't even in the grave yet. And you all with some white people talking points. The slander, his name, he ain't even in the ground. That's why you got called out on that shit. Oprah, all of this. All these celebrities. Jason Whitlock, you know. Charles Barkley. I mean, they can't speak for us. If you can't stay on code. You know, stay on code. Then just shut up. Have no comment. Because we finna be calling this Sambo Coon and shit out. It needs to stop in our community. We can't get empowered because of this. This is a problem. It's a big problem. If you ain't on code, if you ain't uh, within the group and it's gonna harm us, then don't say anything. Don't say nothing. Because this is, is a divide and conquer tactic throughout the black community. And it's dangerous. Very dangerous. You have to put your own interest in front of the group. That's wrong. And I got another... Uh, Sambo issue. You know, we got immigrants coming over here. Um, I'll give an example with the Botham John killing in Texas where that um, Amber Geiger killed the the people's brother. That guy they was from St. Lucia's over there in the Caribbean and that boy got killed in his house. We protesting and everything to get this woman charged they're not even charging the police for the for murdering us we fight so hard to get her a charge and then when it's time for punishment for this woman the brother gonna come and hug her in the courtroom and then the judge comes down off the bench i've never seen nothing 
like that in my life and give this woman a Bible. Come on now. This woman done murdered this man and talking about she was in the wrong apartment. Which I don't even believe that. I believe they um, knew each other and she came to murder that man. That's what I believe. We can't prove that. But looking within that boy's life, you know, he's somewhere samboing it up. Kumbaya, kumbaya, you know, trying to be in the white society, which is nothing wrong with that. What's be, is wrong with it is not to stand for your own people. That's when it's wrong. You stay on code. They on code. And then the black church.
Okay, then we got this other symbol issue regarding um, the black church. These deacons, reverends, ministers, you know. These churches that took taken on for tax-free dollars. The church used to be a haven for black people to go to to discuss what's going on in the community. To me, the black church has failed the black community. As soon as you took those tax-free dollars, you also agreed not to be um, involved in anything political. You know, you signed the Bush papers about um, you can't be um, political. And black people need political. That used to be our haven where we could get stuff solutions. You know, we can't even go to the black church anymore. And for you to be um, tax-free and getting tasks every week and not building nothing in the community, not a church. You built a church, but not a business, black business, black school, black daycare, black something, black property. So black people going to have affordable housing to hold um, the community together, the tax dollars that had the, uh, the land. You know, this tax-free money, and the churches is not building anything. All I see is tax-free money going to the preachers. They got a house. They got a good car. They have a job. But you're not putting nothing into the community, back into the community. The black church has failed the black community. That's why um, young folks don't go to church. And the... Um, to try out the Bible and judge everybody with a Christian Bible. Christianity. You got the clan that claim that they are Christian. Come on. White Jesus. Jesus was black. And the letter J wasn't even in the vocabulary. His name is not Jesus. It's Yah. Yahshua. But to take on that ideology, that's selling out the black community. It is. It really is. And it, they've been doing it for a long time. Every time somebody get killed or something, they um, trot out these preachers to calm the masses down, the black masses down. We don't need to be um, calmed down. We need some results, some action. We need economics. We need economic empowerment. Empowerment. And the black church ain't providing that for the black community anymore. So that's sandbowing. But as soon as we get murdered or something, they try not these preachers. Be peaceful and all it is. They ain't being peaceful with us. We in a race war. And then y'all won't even take the tax dollars to even um, buy a politician or something. Somebody that's going to give us some tangibles. At least take the, the money and get some politician that's going to do the work for the community. You know, that's how I feel about it. So this Sambo, Kumbaya, Coonery, 
mandatory manual mission. All of this ties into it, and it is dangerous in our community. But when I saw this man, this Christian Cooper guy, I had to do a broadcast on that because I was kind of upset. You know, we trying to get black empowerment, at least save our lives. And you won't even set precedents for this woman to get punished when she need to be. Or for the next black man or black person to get called on with 911. You know, it, it, it needs to stop. So I just wanted to chime in what I saw. Show the dangers of cooning, cooning and Sambo don't have a retirement plan because as soon as they done with you, they gonna break the tool. They don't need you no more. You know, ain't a retirement plan for cooning. Sambo and none of it. So 513 rapper, my next broadcast I'm getting together is about um, the history for reparations. Still doing a little research on that. But I'm going to end this broadcast. Everybody have a nice, pleasant day. God bless. Shalom.